worth watching. The Crab Feast, Mondays at 8 Pacific, only on the Toad Hop Network. Radio worth watching. What are your parents getting home? They said they were taking my grandmother out for dinner. Great! Now we can have a party! Ladies and gentlemen, you're about to witness some scenes which under no circumstances should be viewed by anyone with a heart condition or anyone who is easily upset. Like, she took her pants off, and my first question was, what is that? Crabs. Crabs? Crabs, you know, like headlights. But what the hell can we do about them? And here's your enjoyment with National Bohemian Beer. When you hand the guy the money, you'd be like, yo, I'm getting fucked up tonight. <laughs> I just got paid about this bitch. All you can eat, blue crab, specially shipped in direct from Maryland. Mm-mm. Hey, yo, lesson here, babe. You coming to King? You best not miss. Hit this dude right in the knees. <laughs> Damn right, and you he did. flips up over my car. Yeah, it's another crab feast, y'all. I'm excited to be here on a Monday night. To my right, Jay Larson, everybody. What's up, everybody? And we got a special guest in the house tonight, Mister Nick Thune, everybody. Yeah, Nick, Nick Thune. Thune, welcome to the crab feast, Nick Thune. So nice to be here, you guys. Fired up to have you here, buddy. I'm gonna get Nick in my headphones. I'm not getting me in anything. I have you in my life. One sec. That's all right. Got a little technical difficulties. Well, while we'll take that opportunity while they're fixing that mic. While we're doing that. To tell you, first of all, thank you, all our subscribers. We have to get this out of the top anyway, so don't even worry about it, Nick. Uh, iTunes, you guys are killing me with that shit, man. The Fuck the Crab Feast five stars has me laughing on a daily basis. Please uh, continue to subscribe, rate, and review all of you. It's free. Uh, and uh, Jay, where else are we? Uh, we're also on Stitcher. You can check us on Stitcher. Enter Crab Feast when prompted. Help us, and you have a chance to win a hundred cash. That's right. Every Feels month, good. Hundred bucks every month. So enter Crab Feast when prompted on Stitcher. Uh, our email is uh, crabfeastpodcast at gmail dot com. Is Nick back with us? I think I'm here. There, oh, there he is. is. Nick All right. everybody. Welcome back to the Crab you Feast. You guys got me. Second um, time here. That's nice. I'm here. So tonight we're going to be sharing, uh, Jay and I are going to share some family stories. Nick has some sp- special stories for us tonight. We've got a little uh, treat for you tonight that we won't tease just yet. Um, Twitter, Ryan Sickler. Follow me, my website, ryansickler.com. Uh, I'd like to thank all the Ontario Improv fans there this week. You guys were fantastic. Jay Moore and I were out there. Great shows. That's I'm- B-R-Y-A-N-S-I-C-K-L-E-R.com. Brian Sickler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hit that guy up. Buy his CD. <laughs> have you seen BrianSickler.com? I have not. It's good. I own He's it, got actually. a good site. I've it's seen BrianSickler.net. Does Brian Sickler go to Ryan Sickler? I don't know. If Brian know. Sickler is out there, if anyone knows Brian Sickler, have him, you know, have him let us know what's yeah. going on. We'd love to there talk are, to him. There are quite a few other Ryan Sicklers. Hit him up at, uh, at Brian Sickler on Twitter. At Brian Sickler on Twitter. <laughs> uh, Denver, I will be at Comedy Works South June 1st through the 3rd with Jay Moore. Salt Lake City, I will be at Wise Guys West Valley with Jay on June 8th and 9th. You're all over the place. I'll be at... Uh Solana Beach Belly Up Tavern tomorrow night and the Laugh Factory this Thursday. And I'm staying in town. Hey, we're on y'all. that show together. Yeah, we're gonna be on that show together. That's right. I actually asked to get moved once I saw you were on it. <laughs> I'm on Wednesday too, man. So where are you at now? Huh? 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 Hi. What about you, Thune? Are you gonna be anywhere that we can see you soon? Um yeah, I'm gonna be um let's see. I've got a show next to next Thursday, May tenth. At UCB, Upright Citizens Brigade, nine thirty. Nick's big talk show. We got Sarah Silverman, Tony Hale. Got nice. Big, it's gonna be a good, good show. show. Yeah, good show. Great Interesting show. show. Not a lot of tickets. We got a rapper. This guy named John Wayne that's gonna be on it. 
John, wait a minute. John Lil Wayne? No, no. J O N W A Y N E. Taking a shot there. John I didn't Wayne. know if Lil Wayne's real name was John. I had no idea. Should be. John Wayne, like the dude. It would have been. I was trying to look up other dates in my emails, but I can't find them. Do you have any uh, merch? com slash shows. com slash shows. Uh, do you have a CD available? I do have a CD, Thick Noon. You can get it for free anywhere <laughs> on the internet. It's a hazy day. <laughs> thick Noon. You can buy that for your mom on Mother's Day. Yeah. Thick Noon. And your mom will like it, too. Your mom will love it. You know what she'd probably love more? Go to berries.com and send her some uh, chocolate dip. Fruits. That'd be a good thing. You can send giant dip strawberries from Shari's Berry starting at nineteen ninety nine. Oh, I love those strawberries. Yeah. They're, they're fantastic. Nice. We promoted them at Christmas and they were delicious. It's crazy they actually pick I mean, I didn't know this, but they actually grow the strawberries with the chocolate on them. It's unbelievable how they it's do ridiculous. it. Engineering yeah. these days. Yep. It's unbelievable. And that's the only way you want you want an organic chocolate mm-hmm. strawberry. I mean that's, that's how the I only want organic it. organic chocolate, organic berry. You can go to berries.com and clip on the mic and type in the code Toad Hop. And now what berries can you get? You can get all kinds of berries, but I I like, you know, you can do white chocolate, dark chocolate, you know, you can do all kinds. Listen, if your mom, if you've been on our shit list for a while, send her some candy-covered mm. fruits. Who doesn't want candy-covered yeah. fruit? No, I do. Visit berries.com, spell out the word berries, B-E-R-R-I-E-S.com. Click on the microphone, right cup corner. Toad Hop. Right. Cop Corner? What Cop Corner. Offer expires Friday at midnight. I was supposed to do a different read. Ryan gave me this one earlier. I was ready oh. for something else. What do you say, else. Cop Corner? Well, then that means I'm going <laughs> to... Right there on the... Right there exactly. On the, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Right there on the Cop Corner. <laughs> so, uh, Nick, you wanted to share some stories with us tonight. I'm fired up to, uh, to fucking get that. You know, recently we hung out. Uh, we, yeah. We spent some time in a tree. That's the thing about Thune is if you're going to hang out with Thune, you'd be like, yeah, you want to smoke a J? You'd be like, yeah, yeah. And then he'd be like, how about we climb up in this tree up in the woods? And you're like, yeah, let's it, do that. It, our Why night went you? from uh, a bar to a tree with a joint and a YouTube video of George Brett talking about shitting himself in <laughs> Vegas. <laughs> I and I had that time video. of my fucking life. Yeah. <laughs> have, you, have you watched that video alone since? Yes. yes. Hilarious. Yeah. At least 30 times. <laughs> Hilarious. If you haven't, just Google George <laughs> Brett shits himself or something. It'll come up. You will thank yeah. Nick. Hilarious. Mm-hmm. It's a good, it's, that's a good story. You guys should try and get him on this show. Well, he's supposed to come in a couple weeks, but he's actually doing the... Uh, Ha ha ha! Out in Tahoe, yeah. so he's, no, I, he's busy. Okay, we're on his tour. Uh, but you had your own style uh, George Brett story, if I'm uh, correct. Did you not? Recently, oh, from when we were on the tree. Oh well, no, 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 no. It, I wasn't a George Brett story. What happened? What happened? Key music. I was, uh, I was uh, so I was at this place. I had a show. I was at Hotel Alexandria. You know where Hotel Alexandria is? <laughs> Sounds nice. Is it in Washington? Hotel Alexandria is downtown Los Angeles. In the 20s, it was a glamorous hotel. Now, it is a halfway house. Okay. I think that mic's busted. We might as well just cut that off. Yeah. <laughs> this, thing's, this thing's doing I fine. I that thing. Let me just run the sound in here while I'm telling the story. <laughs> Seriously. Producing, playing guitar, telling so there was, stories. So there was a show. There was a show that I got asked to play at. It started at 9.30, but like every comedy show, they put it starts at 9. So, of course, me being a person that respects other people's time, I showed up on time. That was a little bitter. The little bitter I was the only one there. I, I was the only one there. I felt it on that one pluck there on that string. Right chair. when I got there, I had to go to the bathroom, all right? And if it was, if I had to take a pee, it, this wouldn't be worth telling. Okay? <laughs> and I, don't, I, don't, I don't like to talk about shitting. I'm not going to bring it up again, but you know what I'm trying to do. We know where you're at. Yeah. So I had to go to the bathroom. I'm a big guy. I look for a bathroom right away. I know what I'm doing. 
and I find the men's room, only one on the level, and there's four urinals. That's it. And a sink. No toilet. No. Yikes. Have you seen that before? Yeah. Never in my ever, life. You have? For you, I, I told a story about how I sat on a sit-down toilet with no divider between me and another to- oh, sit-down toilet. Oh, I've done that, toilet, yeah. I've done that with a half divider, too. next to me. <laughs> well, does he saying there was no toilet yeah, except no, urinals? No toilet. Oh, urinals no, only. I'm sorry. Just urinals. I yeah, four Never urinals. Yes, yes. And I'm not in high Never school anymore. That. You know no. what I mean? Like, I need to sit down now. <laughs> yeah. So I went out and went down to the lobby thinking they got to have a, you know, down in the lobby they got to have a bathroom. No bathroom. So I come back up to Zach, the guy that books the show, and I ask him what I should do. He said, oh, there's a bar down in the corner. Go down there and go to the bathroom. And there's nothing else besides a 7-Eleven anywhere near this place. And it's in the downtown shit L.A. if you don't know what it is. It's not good. It's not good. It's an outdoor insane asylum. This hotel is a halfway house. So the show's in the mezzanine level. So I go down to the bar. <laughs> the mezzanine halfway house. Yeah. <laughs> the fanciest halfway house I've ever seen. Yeah, you got a mezzanine. What room are you in? I'm up on the mezzanine, man. <laughs> no, there's no rooms in that level. It's like a dead level. Yeah. It's terrible. So I get down to this bar. Goddamn halfway house on a mezzanine level. That's absurd. Here's what the, the, just if you want to know the realistic part of it, it used to be the roof of the, of the first level and they added the mezzanine level. So oh. it's only like seriously 12 feet and the ceiling like used to be glorious. I mean, it was so beautiful, and now it's just dusty and shit, right? Yeah. So anyways, I get to this bar, and they have one bathroom, unisex, in the corner. I look in there, it's a huge bathroom, bigger than the studio. And there's one toilet, caddy corner from where the door is, on the other side of the room. No stall. No lock. I turn around to the door, no lock on the door. Yeah. So basically, the, most, the worst way to be caught by somebody is sitting... <laughs> And you're, you're so far away from them that you just look so small. Yeah. You can't put your foot against no, it. There's, there's no way nothing to, no. you can do. So I go back up. I go back up to Zach, and I say, Zach, that's not going to work for me, right? And he says, All right. oh, you know what I forgot to tell you is on this level, there's two, on the mezzanine level, there's two women's bathrooms. There's one of them that's connected to this room, and then there's another one that's down that hallway that nobody really knows about, and I've gone in there before myself. It'll be perfect. I don't know why I didn't think of it. That's what he told you. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, great, okay. He totally made me feel comfortable about this bathroom. And I go in there, and sure enough, it's a, go- it's a gorgeous bathroom. Two and, stalls. And at this point, I have to ask you, are you about to shit yourself? Yeah, so I'm also yes, this not thinking rationally. And, yes, okay. I'm not thinking rationally. Right, so I get in there. There's two stalls. They've got shuttered doors, like a shuttered window. <laughs> like if you got down your knees, you can almost see the ceiling through the doors, you know? <laughs> And there's also a break in the middle with hinges. So the door cracks in the middle down to one side. It goes to the left side. Yeah. On the inside, there's a hook that goes into a loop that locks the door, but there's no loop for this hook. It's just a hook that rotates in a full circle, never landing anything. Just spins. Yeah. yeah. You flick it while you're shitting the entire time. So I take the stall next to the wall. Like a broken clock. Yeah, it's a fun game. It's a fun game. So I'm sitting in the stall, enjoying myself. I'm done, but I'm still relaxing a little bit, you know. A girl comes into the bathroom. She gets in the stall next to me. And at this point, right when she walks in, I just think, silence. I'm going to be silent this whole time. I don't want her to catch me. I don't want anything. I move my feet over so she can't see him under the stall door. I got everything nailed. She start, comes in and starts peeing. First of all, probably the strongest pee stream I've ever heard in my life. Women are very strong in their pee. She was forcing that. She must have been forcing it. That wasn't just dribbling out like I'd imagine. You know why? Because she doesn't. she's probably on a date and she's freaking. She's like, I don't want to be in here too long because I don't want him to think yeah, you're right. I'm shitting. So let me shit force out. this out of well, here now and hustle out of here faster. So as this is happening, I think, oh, good. She's just peeing. No big deal. No. no. The fireworks show started. <laughs> I, let me tell you right now, the sounds... 
changed my life what happened in that bathroom. I'm not, I'm, I'm not kidding you. It was really bad. She, when you're watching a fireworks show and you keep thinking you're seeing the finale, but that's not no. the finale, it keeps getting stronger. And then finally at the end, you're like, how do they make a smiley face out of fireworks? How did they write words with those fireworks? And there's like a no. little boy running with these fire, like a million. She blew my mind. I like I we have my wife and I go in two separate bathrooms. There's matches in those bathrooms. I don't want to know about it. Yeah, I've never heard a girl do this. This is worse than I've ever heard in a guy's bathroom with somebody next to me. I'm not oh kidding you. Oh my god! And so I'm sitting there, and right when she's about finished, another girl comes into the bathroom. Shut up! Well, the, there's two toilets. Yeah. So she tries to go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do the yeah, math. There is. So she tries to go in her stall first. Uh-huh. She opens the door, because no lock on that door either, crashes in on her, and she goes, oh, sorry, I'm in here. And she goes, oh, I'm sorry. And then the girl in the stall goes, but there's no one in the stall next to me. (laughs) (laughs) Which, by the way, success. Yeah, exactly. Success. I wanted to be stealth, and I was stealth. She didn't even know I was in there. However, if I would have just made one noise, she would have just assumed that there was a girl in there. Mm -hmm. If I moved my leg once, farted, anything. Anything. Yeah, you can't tell. But no, I had to be silent. I had to be undetected. So now I got a girl trying to push my door, and I throw the Heisman (laughs) arm out right away. I'm holding that door. She's not getting in. And this is when I think, okay, pull out the girl voice. You know? Yeah, let's hear it. The old patent girl voice. Problem is, I'm a smoker, and and you have a beard. And you have a beard if you're not watching. Yeah, but she can't see in there. I'm holding the door, so she can't see in. But sometimes you have a little frog in your throat if you haven't spoken for a while. I go, stall's taken. Is what basically came out of me. The, both the girls like gasped. Seventeen again. They both did? the girls gasped. The, uh, the one outside runs out. Shut the girl up. in the stall next to me wipes up like a fucking pro, gets out there, washes her hands, and walks out of the bathroom. And I'm just sitting there. And I realize, okay, at this point I'll just walk out, and there's got to be like an emergency exit in this hallway. I'll go down to the front down to the first level, come back up a different stairwell and be the guy that wasn't in that bathroom shitting. Already thinking the out route. So I get out. No, in that hallway, the only way out is right back into that room that I came from, which is where the show was happening. So I could either sit in that hallway for two hours, text Zach and say, hey man, I can't do the show. (laughs) Or just go face the music because think about it. She's out there waiting. Who's coming out of that hallway? I want to see this guy. That just turned me shit my brains out. Either yeah. that or she's... I would I would also think she might have been so humiliated that she shit her brains out next to a dude that she might want to be a bad Run. there, too. Well, it's easy to be stealth at that mode. So I, at that point. So I go out, and I just, across the room, look at the whole room, at everybody. And I catch a girl that's just staring at me on the other side. <laughs> that's... And I walk straight across the room right at her, and I walk up to her. And I'm as I'm walking up to her, I'm saying, I am so sorry. I, I violated privacies that I disrespected you. I'm so sorry about that. My wife would kill me if she knew that I had done that. And before I can get at, finish this apology, she goes, don't worry about it. Everybody poops. <laughs> nice. And I was like, yes, thank you. Thank you. And before I can say anything else, Zach, the guy that books the show, walks up to me, puts his arm on my shoulder and goes, oh, hey, Nick, have you met my girlfriend, Sandy? Oh, oh come on. No. Full fucking And I circle. sat there and I looked at him and I go, yeah, I have met Sandy. <laughs> I know her have pretty you? well. Yeah. <laughs> better than you, probably. <laughs> Way better than you, buddy. And then I thought about it later, and we told him the whole story. And then we, I walked away, and then I thought, like, what if when he told me to go to that bathroom, he ran Sandy down, found her, and said, you better get in this bathroom right now and make me proud. <laughs> I want Nick Thune to know who my fucking girlfriend is. Damn right. He does. 
And now I do. That's close quarters, man. It's a Sandy story. My, uh, that's a great story. It is. Uh, and Nick, obviously, is a ridiculously talented guitarist as well. And uh, we were talking tonight about starting some stories, and he's going to uh, see if he can't put some uh, ambiance behind each one of these stories that he has never heard before. And uh, I would like to tell you a quick story. Can uh, I ask one question before yeah, you tell your story? Sure. Both of you, just an opinion poll real quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're urinating at a urinal, are you you think it's open range to fart whenever you want? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. You're in that room. Did you yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- you missed the R in the word fart though? I right? know. Okay. Fart. Yeah. Um <clears throat> fart. My uh my grandmother told me this story one time. It made me it was one of those stories that she told and she had a, a really infectious laugh and Whoa, uh, whoa, whoa. is this your dad's mom? It's my dad's mom. Okay. It's my dad's mother, uh Carmela. Uh but she uh went and had coffee one day with uh, my cousin Jimmy. Uh, They both shared a birthday years apart. They were having coffee at this little restaurant in Baltimore called White Coffee Pot. Uh, White Coffee Pot. It was a small chain in Baltimore back in the day. Uh, Some of the Baltimore listeners might remember it. We're going to hear it. But uh, So they're having coffee, and boom, it hits her. She's like, oh, my God, I have to go to the bathroom. She tells my cousin Jimmy, you know, he's in his 40s at the time. She's in, you know, whatever, 60s. And she's like... um, what is that? That mic again? So she uh, she's like, I have to go to the restroom. Just wait here. And she went in, and she said that she had diarrhea so bad. So she set the toilet up, and she went. Set the toilet? Yeah, you know, put the oh. toilet paper down. They didn't have the ass gaskets then, but toilet paper down and everything. Mm-hmm. And she went, and she said she went to clean herself, and there was nothing in the toilet. And she's like, what? And she turned around, and she... <laughs> Basically sprayed the fucking wall like an airbrush, like oh, spray. But my grandmother saw me this, and she panicked and she freaked out. And she said she ran out, she washed her hands, and as she's walking out, the the attendant, the clean, uh-huh. is coming in, and she didn't know what to do, and she just she held oh. strong and she went, "Some sick son of a bitch in there." <laughs> <laughs> and then ran out and grabbed my cousin Jimmy. He was like, we got to go. He's like, I'm not done. She's like, we got to go now. now. And they got the hell out of there. <laughs> See, I think that's like the defining difference between your family and my family is my grandmother. If that ever had to happen to her, she would never. Yeah, you would never know about it. Never say that to me. Man, we would make her tell us that story because she would start laughing and that would get us laughing and it would just kill me. But she, I was like, man, you thought on your feet to do that. Like some sick son of a bitch did that. And- <laughs> That's epic, man. <clears throat> I think we should, at that point, something happened between Ryan and I. I've, we've discussed it with Nick. <clears throat> Nick gave an okay about it. I'm still not okay about it. I'd love to hear our listeners you know, chime in at some point if you think this is okay. I'm going to lay the scenario out. I had a friend who took me to the open day Dodgers game in a limousine, and I took my other buddy Tony and Ryan <laughs> and then this guy. And this guy is a very unique human being. He's an arms dealer. Okay. He sells like he's got like a destroyer for sale. He's this not like a guy who too. just sells guns. I just okay? wanna I just wanna second yeah. that that he is an arms and dealer. And he's a yes. unique character. Very okay? unique. He's definitely weird. Yes. So we're in traffic on the way. <laughs> That's perfect for me. We're in traffic on the way to the game. And Rye's sitting there and Rye's getting all fidgety and he looks at me, he's like, Yo man, he's like Pfft. 
I gotta go to the bathroom. First of all, we're drinking beer heavily. <laughs> yeah, we're drinking all morning, lights, like and, just pouring through. Us. Exactly, and and we're in bumper to bumper traffic, well over an hour at this point now. And I, we're I grown didn't just adults. Say, and we're grown, grown men. Yeah. yeah, we're grown men. Exactly. Damn right. So we're if you need to hold men. it, you hold it. So anyway, Ryan's like, I'm gonna need to go to the bathroom, and I was like, Yeah, man, don't worry. You know, we'll be there in a little bit. He's like, No, man, I think I'm gonna have to go right now. And I'm like, Well, dude, we're like 20 minutes out. Don't even worry. Just hold it. And, he's like, and were we 20 minutes out? No. Maybe 25? No, but how about an hour? How Whatever. about another hour? Maybe an hour. Who knows? So I go, what are you going to do? And he pulls out a Gatorade bottle, and he's like, I'm going to go in this Gatorade bottle. Yeah. And I'm like... I've done that many a time. Thank you. In an automobile. I've shit in a bucket on a boat. <laughs> I've pissed in a Gatorade bottle Done. on a plane. I will piss in a that Gatorade bottle in a limousine sticker. in front of an arms dealer. I shit in a bucket <laughs> on a boat. Nick Thune. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, Rise like, I'm going to piss in this Gatorade ball. I'm like, no, you're not, dude. I'm with an arms dealer who's super eccentric, who's taking us in limo to the game, sitting seventh row behind home plate. And Rise like, yeah, man, I'm going to go in this Gatorade ball. I'm like, no, the fuck you're not, bro. You're not going to take a piss in this limousine. He's like, I'll turn my back. I'll turn yeah, my back. I wasn't going to like put yeah, my dick in everyone's dick in their face. face. Thank you. I don't care Thank where you. he's putting his dick. It's out. It's in It's in arm's reach. It would have been in the think, Gatorade bottle. Wide mouth. Wide mouth. I think, so, I think they might have seen that as like a sign of respect that he peed in their car. Yeah. What I released. I was comfortable about, enough in front of everyone to release you don't know myself liquidly. Like this mic is just sinking on me slowly. Bottom line is, Rye eventually got out of the car, ran up into the woods. No, the freeway overpass. Yeah. There were no Whatever. woods. We're on the there ten. Was a tree. <laughs> and he you made me. And you made it back you to the car, didn't it. you? Yeah. Well, then traffic picks up. I have to sprint <laughs> after the goddamn limousine to get back in the we, fucking car. We did see him running a little bit down there. <laughs> he had never met these people before. Nice job, Thune. Bottom line is, I want our listeners to uh, to let us know what they think about that. You know, hit us up, let us know. Tweet us, tweet us. I'm going to say us. Jay played it. Jay played that wrong. Thank you. Tweeted us, Jay Larson comedy or but Ryan here, here's the thing though: is if he if he made you do that as a joke, then I would have hilarious. Thought that was great, hilarious. Made you get out as a joke, but he didn't. No. He didn't, and I told him as a, as a, as a real I'm man, I would do it yeah. again. As a real man and a real friend, if you'd have said to me, "I ha I have to go to the bathroom," I would have handed you the Gatorade bottle and said, "Piss in this." That's I, because you grew up white trash. What if, what if, he, had, what if he had had that? This guy's shitting a bucket on a boat. He's his his word doesn't even count. What if I want to shit in a bucket on a boat too. If what I if had, he had to. to ejaculate. You make him get out of the <laughs> car for you, that? Do I have to leave for that? <laughs> uh, my uh, another one with my grandmother one time. I, this I felt terrible. This is uh, I I, I lived to. with her for a while, and um, I was just out of high school, like nineteen. I was living with my grandmother for a little bit. My my twin brother and I. Not we're not identical, you know that fraternal twin. But I had diarrhea so bad, and I'm on her. You know, it's a little row home, in uh, one bathroom. Yeah, one bathroom. And she is pounding on the door because she has to pee. And she's like, Ryan, get out. I'm like, I can't, Grandma. Like, guts are coming out of me. I'm like, I can't. I want to, but I can't. I'm sorry. And then, like, five minutes later, beating it again. And at this point, I've been on it so long, my legs are numb. You know when you can't walk yeah. right after? And I'm just, my, my insides are out. I'm like, why? Why? And she's beating, like, Ryan, I'm going to wet myself. And I was like, I'm sorry, Grandma. There's nothing I can do. And... Maybe 10 minutes later, I go down the stairs, and she's sitting in her little chair, her recliner, rocking, and she just has this look on her face, oh, and man. I go, I'm so sorry, Grandma. I'm so sorry. And she goes, you son of a bitch. I said, what's the matter? 
She goes, I had to pee in a bucket down in the basement. I said, no, you didn't. I made my grandma pee in a bucket. I felt Son of a bitch. I felt so bad. And ever since then... I won't ever refuse anyone See? the right, right to go well, to the bathroom somewhere. you had some traumatic experience and behind you, it. That's you not forced, why I did that. I would have done it anyway. Okay, this happened to me recently in San Francisco. <laughs> All right? So I was staying in a hotel room. I was there for a festival. <laughs> and a friend of mine who lives locally with his girlfriend, from, I know him from Seattle. They're in town. And uh, I call him and invite him to my show that night. So they come over and they meet me early. And turns out his brother's in town. And he's got this French girl that he just met while he was traveling in South America who's like living with him now, um, wherever he's living. God, that sounds amazing. And, and he's like a traveler, and, and uh, they're visiting San Francisco. So we go to my, my room, and my opener comes up, Ron Funchies, and uh, we, start smoking. <laughs> we, start, we start smoking a little pot, right? Yeah. And uh, we're smoking some pot, and this French girl went in the bathroom. Like right when we got in there, like right away. And it's a small room, small room with a good bathroom. What, what do we got going? No, you go ahead. There's a uh, go ahead. Keep going. Okay, all right. You know, you're just uh, really distracting me. Right I'm now, sorry. Right? I'm no. sorry. That's <laughs> why I try not. I was trying to do it. Let's the show, Thune. Don't sorry. you? Go don't ahead. You I'm so sorry. So sorry. All right. All right. All right. I'll get back. Well, in. Go San Francisco ahead. hotel San Francisco. room. Yeah. Smoking a little she's, weed. She's in the bathroom, and all of a sudden she comes out and she just kind of sits on the bed like we're sitting in the bed, and everyone's like talking, but she's being really quiet, and then uh, I keep smelling like a shit smell. <laughs> Like, and oh, then, and then like at one point, she, she whispers something to Ingrid, the girl, the other girl that's there, that's my my friend's girlfriend, and she goes in the bathroom. And then she comes out like a minute later, oh, and no. they talk, and they both go in the bathroom. And I'm wondering, like, okay, and every time they open that damn door, mm-hmm. even though we've been smoking pot in that room, it still smells like shit. So finally, they come out, and they're just sitting there, and I go, "Is there something going on in the bathroom? Is there a problem?" And oh. the, and then the girl goes, "Yeah." Um, I think you need to call, like, Maybe. downstairs. <laughs> Who's that, the French girl or Ingrid? No, Ingrid, the French girl doesn't say anything. She goes, yeah, the, you, you might want to call in. So I call downstairs, and this guy comes in the room. It just reeks like weed in there. <laughs> and, weed and, and shit. And so I got, the ba- I got the bathroom door open, and I go, I go, yeah, there's something wrong with our toilet. It's pushing this weird weed smell out of it. <laughs> he didn't think it was funny. So he goes in the bathroom. He comes out, five, like, less than five minutes later, we're all sitting in there. And he goes, yeah, you're going to need to change rooms. Wow. <laughs> really? Whoa. The girl, that French chick just went in and clogged my toilet. Holy shit. And she been she traveling for a while. She took an international dump in there and once. clogged that shit up. Yeah. She didn't flush it off. No, no she Fuck. tried, but no blushing, nothing. Wow. We are uh, going totally to break French. on that. We will come right back here after uh, this. Nick Stay tuned, shit Grab in a bucket on a boat. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network. Radio worth watching. Well, if you're looking to spice things up in the bedroom, and really, who's not? You have to go to adamandeve.com and type in HF Show. What's that get you? Well, that gets you in the mood for some romance. It also gets you 50% off almost any item, a free gift, three free DVDs, and free shipping. How great is that? All you have to do, type in the code HF Show at adamandeve.com. If you miss the Farley Brothers... So I buy a box oh, of these, a three-pack box of these okay. emergency <laughs> long tube-like piss holes, and you put what? your dick. It looked like uh, you know something out of yeah, a love, yeah. Uh, vacuum cleaner bags. You know, you put, a pocket uh, pussy. Yeah. First off, I pulled over uh, Forest Lawn Drive by the Choo Choo Train, where all the guys suck cock on the side of the road. 
and I'm pissing all over myself, grabbing another bag, trying to piss, look in the rearview mirror and see a guy like sauntering up to my car, and I'm like, fuck no! I'm like, just pissed, and then I just let it, I peed all over this uh, floorboard pads, and I'm like, fuck it. And then he gets to your Got car, me. and he's like, pee? Oh, that's yeah. what you're into. The Farley Brothers, Wednesday afternoons at 2 Pacific, only on the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. Hey, it's Heidi and Frank for scorebig.com. There's been two ways to get tickets up until now. You can go to the venue or team site and buy your tickets directly, or you could go to the big ticket sellers, the scalpers, if the tickets for the really big events are sold out. And you can pay way, way over face value. Who wants to do that? Who would do that? Nobody! That's stupid. You don't have to do that anymore, thanks to scorebig.com, a great website where you always pay less than retail, and you never, ever, ever pay any ticketing fees at scorebig.com, and you can save up to 60% on tickets. Every ticket on the Scorebig website is below retail price. Guaranteed. Great events. Lakers, Clippers, Kings, USC, UCLA, Basketball, Disney Hall, Kevin Theater. Mention specific teams in a list. Well, you did. <laughs> and, uh... I think that's uh, perfect the way you did Those that. were teams in Southern California, but scorebig.com is everywhere. everywhere. I just had a, I got a tweet. global. I got a tweet from a guy saying he's got his Giants tickets and he saved 30%. Awesome. Thanks, scorebig.com. And that's what we're talking about. Uh, not just nosebleed seats, everything from the floor to the rafters. And again, no service or shipping fees ever. Your offer at scorebig.com is what you pay. Always listen to retail, never any fees, scorebig.com. Then type in Heidi and Frank to get uh, the, the passcode. Skip the line. Yeah. Start shopping right away. V- get your tickets today. VIP treatment. Don't here. wait. <laughs> type in Heidi and Frank. Do it right now. What are you still sitting here for? S-C-O-R-E-B-I-G.com. Proof why I was never a cheerleader. I can't spell. There's more proof than that. Hey, Heidi and Frank here from HeidiandFrank.com. Hooters is open late every single night. Late night happy hour starts at 10 p.m. And the kitchen doesn't close until midnight. And keep in mind, it's Hooters swimsuit pageant time. All contests start at 10 p.m. With all beers, is $2 and $4. And May 12th is the West Coast Regional Swimsuit Pageant at Icon LA Ultra Lounge. And we're going to be there. We're going to be judging. Mm-hmm. It was so hard last year. What? Judging. Oh, right, right, right. So check out WestCoastHooters.com for contest dates and details. Welcome back, welcome back. Crab feast in your motherfucking mouth. Got Nick Thune in the studio here, and we got the full charge on the horn. Yeah, can you hear that full charge? There he is. That's you, buddy. I want to request uh, Born in the USA by Bruce Springsteen. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Hey, what's uh, up, Maddie? Hey, what's up, Nick? How are you? Good, how about you? I mean, besides all the shitty situations you've gotten yourself into, <laughs> how are you today? These are, this is amazing. I thought we were talking about families today, but we're, we're back to shit. Well, you know... Is that what they talk about every show? It goes where it goes, you know how we, it is. We had a theme one time, and now it's just like uh, part two, and it's a beautiful situation because your stories have pretty much trumped ours before. And <laughs> I do want to take... Uh, Ryan, I didn't hear the whole story because I was on hold, but... I got to take Ryan's side on the whole uh, yeah. pissing in a bottle. Yep. Thank you, Full Charge. First what time you ever met the guy in a you limo. This, I just want you to know you put this out on Twitter, so it's about your about. I think I, just I think I'm going to win in a landslide. Shit in a bucket on a dinghy. <laughs> well with his done, Dad. Well done. This is with some random arms dealer who's about? taking us to the Dodgers. Yeah. Well, Full Charge. Uh, I have to He's remind you. He's a friend who you need to look out for. It's really what it comes down to. 
Full charge. Yo, yo, Ryan, I don't know what you're about to tell me, but... Uh, I'm going to tell you, listen. I was listen. ordering my, my mother some Sherry yeah. Berries on the internet, That's man. what I was just about to tell you. You don't have yeah, to just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love these things. You don't just have to order Sherry's Berries full charge. You could order... Uh, why don't you give your mom like a, a rainbow? Be fantastic way of showing. I don't even know what that's a mis- a, that's a typo beef, right there. Give your mom or wife a rainbow. It would be a fantastic way of showing you that you love her on Pro Flowers. Pro Flowers rainbow roses and chocolates. Uh, if you use the code Toad Hop, you can get a dozen rainbow roses for your mom and a free glass vase for only nineteen ninety nine. That's an incredible price. Whoa, 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 whoa! Free glass vase? Yup. Yeah, for only nineteen ninety nine. So go to proflowers.com, click on the mic, and type in the code TOADHOP. And for the radio listeners, you can get a second dozen, what? That's 24, and chocolates for $10 more. That's a 40% saving. Visit proflowers.com, click on the microphone in the top right corner, and type in TOADHOP. And coming up next on the Ian Bag Show from 9 to 11 p.m., Jim Gaffigan drops by. That's Gaffigan. a pretty big deal. Jim Gaffigan dropping by. Mm-hmm. Ian apologizes for Canada's poor performance in the NHL playoffs. Brian oh. wears his wedding, wi- excuse me, wedding ring for a week and then stops. His wedding ring. <laughs> Clark Clake is asked personal questions about his family. Jen parties with famous people and talks about it. Didn't Ian apologize last week about the Canadians? He's, he's, always, he's apologizing always apologizing for Canadians. That's what Canadians do. That's they what they apologize. have to do for each other. Um, you know, we, you know, a lot of the family stories and a lot of the poop stories, but this story, I'm going to tell you, kind of incorporates the two of them. Uh, some of you maybe have seen my stand-up. I do some stuff with my Aunt Rue my Aunt Gert. Auntie no, I've never Rue. seen it. Yeah, well, Nick, you should become a fan. <laughs> uh, Auntie Rue lived to 100, Auntie Gert 98. When Auntie Rue got really old... You do stand-up? <laughs> Yeah, man. <laughs> so I had to go pick up Auntie Gert one time because she was coming over to our house. It's the first time we're getting a home health care person to to stay with her because Auntie Rue could come over and Auntie Gert couldn't. But Auntie Gert had kind of lost her mind. You know what I mean? So when I show up, Auntie Gert's sitting at the... <laughs> There's the lose your mind music yeah. right there. <laughs> Auntie Gert's sitting at the kitchen table and I roll in. I'm like, hey, Auntie. She's like, well, who is this? Had no idea who I was. Just thought I was some handsome man, you know? Yeah, just some handsome guy. Yeah. And Auntie Rue is scrambling a little bit because she's nervous about leaving Auntie Gert home alone for the first time. And so she's nervous and she's like coming back and forth like, Gert, do you have your, uh, I got your stuff set away, your dinner set aside, blah, blah, blah. This is like half the Golden Girls is what this exactly, is. Exactly, yeah. dude. Yeah. This is Sophia. Auntie, <laughs> Auntie Rue, Rue is Sophia. Like Gert is Sophia? Yeah, she who, was like the oldest. And who's Rue? Rue was maybe Blanche. Nah, Blanche was a slut. Yeah, she put it out there. Uh, Minus the passing it out. I'm yeah. sorry. Go ahead. So Auntie Rue comes in the last time to check on her. She goes, wait a minute, Gert, do you need to go to the bathroom? She's like, no, I already took you. And Auntie Gert looked back to Auntie Rue, but Auntie Gert was trying to work me. Like, she thought this was handsome guy coming in to see her. So she looks at Auntie Rue, and then she turned to me and goes, <laughs> I'm not sure what she's talking about. <laughs> like, literally, like, Auntie Rue just sold her out for the fact that she just... Literally went to the bathroom in the room, and then Auntie Gert continued to try and work me. And then she started seeing small people, and we're like, all right, Auntie Gert, maybe it's time we just wrap it up, sweetie. She did Thanksgiving. I was driving over to our house, and she looked out, and she goes, look at the girl in the red dress. There's nobody there. Poor. That sounds, Poor that sounds like a sad story. It's an amazing story. I used to love when she'd say stuff like, and they're like oh, yeah, what's she wearing? She got the dress on. That's nice. Yeah, my I have a sad story with my grandma that I mean it's funny, but she called the cops because the retirement home was out of crab cakes. <laughs> hey, 
day on the crab feast. I would call the yeah. fucking police too. Goddamn yeah. it. She was pissed, and then she that's also who you're got, supposed to call if you're out of crab cakes. The police. She got kicked out of their croquet tournament because she, a what? She got kicked out of the croquet tournament. <laughs> For what? Because she told the judges. Well, she, no, she told the judges they didn't know what the fuck they were talking about. Oh, man. I like your grandma. I want to place out of fucking crab cakes. Like call, call the cops. 86. 86. Yeah. Call the cops. I'm calling the cops. They don't have crab cakes. <laughs> she knows what she wants. I love yeah. it. I yeah. love it. Yeah. Um, can I tell my Ray Liotta story? Yeah, whatever. I feel like that's a good transition. I don't think you should, t- think you should tell it. You don't want it? No, I'm just... No, you got Thune, it. come on. He's I sensitive. Full charge demanded. Why don't we have full charge tell a story? He hasn't told a story. Yeah, full charge. What do you got for us? I'll bring in radio. Well, you know, I had to change up my program. There's so much shit going on. But I do remember uh, when I was lifeguarding, we were lifeguarding a party, like a late night party at the pool. Oh, yeah. Like 10 till midnight. And we all had to work the next day. And we were like, we didn't want to wake up early. So my man, Rusty Dabs, it's even his birthday today. I saw it on Facebook. My man, Rusty Dabs, goes in the pool and takes the biggest shit. In the pool? In the pool? Fucking scene in your whole life. Have you ever been to Chipotle? Like one of their burritos. Oof. Straight shit, right in the. In the what do you? Where? Wait. After everyone was gone, or while? After everyone left, we were like cleaning up. The, well, we were cleaning up the pool. He was shitting in the pool. And uh, we got there the next day, and all acted like we didn't fucking know that we were the assholes that did it. <laughs> I like how you said we. You, gotta, like, you can't just. You can't just exactly. get rid of a piece of shit. No. You gotta, like, you gotta call 911 like Nick's grandma. <laughs> you gotta... Oh, that's awesome. You gotta, like, shock the pool with, like, fucking kryptonite. Yeah, you gotta shit. drain yeah. it and scrub it and clean it. Yeah. <laughs> so it was fucking... Rusty took one for the team. I think he secretly wanted to do that his whole life, though. I've always wanted to crap in my own hand. I don't know why. Wait, you know what? I tried to pay somebody Hold once. Hold on, a minute. can come true, Jay. You can Hold do that on. No, here's a, it's not about crapping your hand. I almost paid somebody. I we tried. I raised enough money in the house I lived in when I was like 19 to pay somebody 80 bucks if they would shit in the toilet and then just squeeze it with their hands. Yeah, yeah, that's that's in what I'm talking about. First of all, you know, you I don't think so. You without doing that. I can't piss in a bottle with my back to you, but you're gonna squeeze Come shit. Come on, bro. That's apples and oranges. <laughs> Ryan, first yeah, of all, right. I, you, I feel like you feel better, but it would have been more appropriate if I had shit myself in that limousine. No, it would have Ryan, been. Ryan, to make you feel better, mm-hmm. I've pissed on the Tosh tour bus in a bottle because yeah. the bathroom was locked, and I've pissed in someone's kitchen while they were asleep. I'm not going to say who. It's not you. Don't worry. <laughs> I've pissed I was like, at everybody on this show. He stayed in my everybody, everybody tweet who you think it was. <laughs> I, I um, Whoever it was knows, but I will tell I'm you. never going to admit it. Jay knows this story. This is not a shit story. Um, this is a story about uh, when I, when I for uh, when we were in middle school, we had a god, what was it, a three bedroom, one bathroom house, and it was three boys and my father, and uh, my brother and I, twin brother, obviously, were four minutes apart. We're the same Are age. You guys fraternal? Fraternal, identical twin beds. But uh, <laughs> hey now, so um, you know, there's space to masturbate at this age is at a premium and everyone is jerking off in the goddamn bathroom and my father we have one ba- you know one bathroom and i get it now he's like i got to fucking piss like just go play with yourself somewhere else yeah, go knows. out in the woods we don't i don't give a shit i have to piss so i'm taking you know a, a 45 minute shower cuz i'm just you know <laughs> molesting myself in there 
And uh, I had used soap, which is a bad... Don't use soap. No. Eric, I don't know if you use soap. Don't use soap. Don't use soap. It causes scabs on your penis. And then when it gets erect, those scabs tear. Learn the hard way. Jesus. Don't use soap. It can also go in the hole don't and stink. Use, <laughs> I never had that problem. Just let don't, you know. Don't use soap. Who knows? So I had dropped the soap, and I grabbed it, and I came up really fast to a head rush, and I was falling. So I grabbed the shower curtain and pop, 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 all the way down, fell out of the fucking shower, into the shower curtain, rolled, and I was stuck. I couldn't get Wrapped my... Like a crepe. Like, yeah. <laughs> Like a wet, up like a crepe with a wet curly, wet crepe with an erection in a, in a shower curtain, and I'm yelling for my. I'm like, help, help! I'm like seventh grade, and my father, you know that little skeleton key that you put up on the ledge up there, it opens any damn door yeah. in your house. So my father opens it up and sees me laying there, and immediately starts laughing and calls my brothers. He's like, Derek Todd, come here and look at this idiot. And I'm laying on the floor. I'm like, come on, just can, can you help me? He's like, this is what happens when you masturbate. This is what happens right here. Brian, I, I swear to God, the same exact thing happened to me. I know that sounds like bullshit. Mm -hmm. It's humiliating. We're talking like 1990, I don't know, two or three. We, we were all just 18, and we went to the nudie bookstore. This is long before the Internet. Nudie bookstore? You were going we went, downtown. Yeah, we, well, I mean, Southern Maryland, well, yeah, it was downtown, but it wasn't much of a town. Anyways, we all get fucking wasted, and then, like, I start thinking about the, all the magazines I saw, like, Knocked Up and Horny and shit like that. Like, I, porn. I didn't see that much porn in my life, you know what I mean? Yeah, you got, you got, so you got like, like, five images in your head. Right. Yeah, so I'm like, oh, I gotta, I gotta fucking take a shower before I go to bed guys, obviously, right? <laughs> my friend's dad wasn't home, so we were, like, drinking and hanging out. I, I go in the shower and I jerk off. Somehow I fucking slip and fall and like crack my head. Yeah. So it's it's an epidemic, man. Slip and fall. It's an epidemic. My father used to. Generation X. He X, used to, X. uh, we, we, like, you know, doors shut and locked, obviously, but he would walk by and he would have to go. So he'd knock on the door just to put that pressure on you. Like, he knows what I'm doing in here. But he would knock on the door and be like, leave it alone. Let it grow. I know what you're doing in there. I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. I got to hurry up and get this out. I got to hurry up and get this out. <laughs> What happened with you That's and Ray Liotta, man? Yeah, fuck yeah. We're talking about jerking off. Let's talk about Ray Liotta. You want to get Ray Liotta in? Okay. So I was, um, let's see. Wait, is Ray on the line right now? Ray? Liotta? Go ahead, Karen. Ray. <laughs> they want to get caught, Karen. That's pretty good, right? <laughs> that was great. The Karen was that was pretty good. That was, that was pretty clutch. <laughs> oh. I thought you were going to play the end of Layla for Goodfellas with the Ray Liotta story, but please. So I had a dark, you know, I, I see a psychologist. Mm -hmm. This At one point I saw this psychiatrist who was up in like Beverly Glen, you know the area? Yeah, I love it up there. Really nice area. He, he, he worked out of a house that he didn't live in. He lived in San Francisco and he just came down for three nights a week. And very high, he seemed like a high profile guy. I got a, got a suggestion to see him through like a writer. And, and so I'm seeing this guy and I liked him. He's giving me medication, give me some Xanax, and, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> couldn't figure out shit personally, but yeah. the Xanax. Was no, funny. yeah, no, he hooked me up. But um, every time I went there, it was like just pulling. I can't tell the story and play the guitar at the same time. Perfect. Every time I would go in there. You want me to beatbox? Over yeah, yeah, do a little beatbox. <laughs> yep. <laughs> You're supposed to tell a story. Yeah, no, I'm going. Okay. So, anyways, I would go. I would go up his driveway, 
And every time I pull in, I was the only car in the driveway. And then you go in, and there's a house, but then there's a, a lower door that was like definitely like a doctor's office kind of a thing. And you go in, and you wait in a waiting room, and then he comes out, and he gets you, and there's never anyone there. And it's just every time. So maybe like ten times I've seen him. I pull up this time, and there's a car in the parking lot. And a guy is getting out of the car, this gravel lot. And it's this beautiful property. And I can't recognize him or see who he is. He's got gray hair. And anyways, he gets out of his car. And I could tell that he looks at me for a second like, who, who's pulling in here? Like, who's he's never guy? seen another car pull in. So he goes down to the waiting room. And I seriously didn't see him. I get out of my car. And I'm thinking, like, that's weird. Why is this guy here? And I go sit down. And I open the door of the waiting room. And Ray Liotta is sitting in a chair in the waiting room. He's got a pair, <laughs> he's got a pair of reading glasses on. And he's reading a magazine. Ever so since I, I can remember, I always wanted to be psychoanalyzed. <laughs> <laughs> so he, I'm sitting there, and he um, is reading a magazine, and finally I can see, he like looks up at me, and I've been looking at him, but nothing, and he, and he said, uh, what time's your appointment? And I go, 2.30. What time's yours? And he said, he fucking double booked us. <laughs> he goes, he fucking double booked us. And I'm sitting like, oh shit. And so we talk a little bit, he finds out that I'm married, he sees, or he sees my wedding ring, he brings it up. And then he goes, hey, why don't we do this? When he comes out, I'm going to accuse him of double booking us. And then I'm going to get really mad and storm out. And then I want you and to De come out. And then going to come in and kick the shit out of him. <laughs> yeah, he Wait, was writing a scene like that. Scene with yeah. Ray Liotta. And he goes, and I, want you to, I want you to stop me and tell me that it's not, you know, that you can have the appointment. Let's go back and forth. And then I'm going to let you have it because you're married. You need it more than I do. <laughs> and, and so this whole thing, the next thing I know, the doctor walks out and Ray Liotta goes, uh, hey, who he's supposed to see right now? And the doctor like is puzzled for a second. You can tell his mind's blown. There's both of us sitting there, and he goes, "I must have." Uh, let me go get the book. And he goes, "No, fuck you. I'm gonna go. To, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go find another doctor that knows how to book his patients." And he goes to walk out, and I stand up and I grab his arm. I go, "Ray, you have him, man. You need him more than I do." And then he looked at me and he said, "No, you're married. You need him more than I do." And then he just walked out the door. And the doctor's just sitting there looking at me, and I was like. Uh, yeah, we planned that whole thing out. Sorry. <laughs> he's gonna call you. He's gonna call you tomorrow. You guys are fine. <laughs> I love that. And then what? He took a shit on the floor. <laughs> After that, yeah, we talked. We we actually just told each other shit stories. <laughs> this um, seems cool about it. Yeah, I, I, you got to do a scene with Ray Liotta. Yeah, I've, I, it's actually on my IMDb. I, I was gonna it say, should be. Yeah. It should be at the doctor's office. That movie. I saw. I saw you in it. I um. I'll tell you a story too about what one of the things uh, people always ask you, like you know, stupid twin shit. But being a twin sometimes sucks because at sixteen you both turn sixteen together, and we didn't have our own car. We had my father's car when he wasn't using it, and we had to alternate. You know, you mm -hmm. get it this week, and I get it. Next and you weekend. don't get your own sweet sixteen party. No, you definitely don't. It. I didn't have my own cake. I don't even until God shit. I don't even maybe like last year maybe. Damn. Uh, but anyway, no, I'm just kidding. But uh, so, but before all of this, we have to go pass our our learner's permit, and the agreement was, if when when you pass your learner's permit, Derek can drive home the first half. We'll pull over. You get to drive home the second Shut half. Up. But if you don't pass, neither of you drive. Well, I fucking failed it by one question, and my brother passed it, and that mother. My dad was so happy. He sat up front in the passenger seat. My brother was just looking back. He's like, "Keep her, keep her goddamn eyes on the road. I'll do that." He's looking back, like, "Could have been you right here, man." Oh, and then we man. get to that part. He's like, "This was the half you were gonna. This is where I was gonna pull over and let you drive the rest of the way." I was like, "Oh, you're a dick." It stung dick. so bad. I was like, "Oh, it stings, man." Dick. 
you and Ray should have given the appointment to Brian. That's not <laughs> brutal. Sounds like he needs to see a doctor. Yeah, I do. I need to see more than one. When I moved to L.A. You always had competition your whole life. Built in, always, yes. I've got brothers that are twins. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Fraternal? Yeah. Fraternal. And I could see where they went separate ways. It was in fifth grade. They went and both tried out for the select basketball team. One of them made it. The other one didn't. And really? What happened? Both went different directions at that point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's tough. My sister's got twins. I see my... How old are they? They're three. Yeah, my sister has twins, too. <laughs> really? Oh, so yeah. it runs in your family, then? Yeah, yeah. Oh, see, not for us. We were see, fertility pills. You know, it's, a, it's a skinny gene. I got one for you guys. My uncles are twins, and they both had da- daughters born on the same day. Boom! No oh, shit. That is now. weird. God, I'm hearing you say my uncles are twins, and I never thought about it, but somebody out there talks about me and my brother like that. Yeah. My younger brother is like, my brothers are twins. Ew, it's the first time I've ever even thought of that. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, that's like a... I you mean, just said it. That's the first time I was like, wait a minute, I have a younger brother who probably fucking says, my yeah, my brothers, brothers are, are twins. twins. Yeah. And then, and then people weird. go, wait. No, because sometimes they'll go like, oh, my twin brothers? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know... You know, like when everyone has like when there's like young kids in your family that there's always my mother's always like, oh my god, they're so smart, Jay. They are so smart. They get so excited now with these twins. They're dumb as fucking rocks. <laughs> literally, they're like Don't just say that. they're like little animals. Like one. Well, you know that they only have half a brain, right? Yeah, what exactly. are you judging this on? Well, one dove off the sofa. Because, like, they love to just dive off, like, head first. So mm-hmm. one dove off, cracked his head open, starts bawling. The other one's like, Isn't that a, and then he I'm going to do it. it, too. Yeah. Is that a twin thing? What, being dumb? or uh, Yeah. <laughs> no, you can be... You can be uh, are all twins dumb? No. Some of them are really I read that. I read that in the encyclopedia. All twins are dumb? <laughs> yeah, what, in 1987? <laughs> Back when encyclopedias were still made? They're probably still made. There's no way pretending No, they made they made the last one this year. No. Yes, for this real? year the yeah. last encyclopedia was made this year. Encyclopedia Britannica, whatever it is. They went out on 2012. Done. Is it? Huh? 2012. It's no shit. Five. That's for real. Is it lost physical copy? Yeah, hard copy. Yeah. 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 Wow, there's a trivia question for you. I mean, let's for get when? physical. I don't know when we're like 70 and watching now? Jeopardy. Like it's 2012. We talked about it on the crap feed. <laughs> I got one for you guys. They took cassette tape out of the dictionary. Did they? What? Yeah. It's- no. That's gone. Cassette, I mean, they still exist, though. I know, but they took it out. No, they didn't. I don't know why. No, I just called the dictionary guy and said they didn't. (laughs) (laughs) I just got on the horn with Larry Britannica. He said... uh, No, Webster. Oh, yeah, Webster. Webster. I fucked that up. God damn it. I like Larry Britannica. I like Larry Britannica. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Here's here's another story I'll tell you. I'll share you with my brother being an asshole. So... I, I'm not saying I wasn't a I wasn't a great kid, but I wasn't a bad kid. I never got in trouble. Well, I had a little bit with the police, but not. I never got arrested or anything like that. My brother was. I found out later, like doing a lot of deviant shit. Your twin uh, brother? Yeah, my twin brother. So on, on your credit cards? No, none on my credit, man. Mm-hmm. So 16 years old, my father worked at uh, National Airport, which is now Ronald Reagan, crew chief down there at the airport. And, crew chief, huh? Yeah. Your dad's Ronald Reagan. He was. Ronald Reagan, yeah. And he, uh, from where we lived, it was, you know, close to about an hour to get to D.C. And he was doing ridiculous doubles. And he was going in at, like, 1 in the morning to begin this ridiculous double. And he leaves, and he's gone for five minutes. I'm sleeping. I don't know what that this is going on until I hear the ruckus. 
So my brother sneaks out of the house and he takes my dad's car. He had he had a like a just a get around car and then a work a Civic to drive to work. So my and and the car is a 1977 Dodge station wagon, Aspen station wagon with wood paneling, limited edition, what? all leather inside. Remember the headlights on the floor? You click them on the floor. Yeah, Remember that shit was boss. You like high beam. Mm-hmm. Click them down there. You don't even know about that, do you? Yeah, he doesn't even know about that. Had the high beams on the floor. So my brother sneaks out of the house, and my father had left. And uh, <laughs> I wake up to this, my father yelling at my brother, like, you stupid asshole. Like, you can't wait five minutes. And my father was driving up the hill and was like, oh, shit, I forgot my wallet. Turn, he's not even out of our neighborhood. Turns around, and as he's coming down, brother he passes, passes my brother in his other car. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> So he's like, get the fuck back in the house now. And all I hear is this yelling. He's like, well, George was drunk. He's like, bullshit, bullshit. You know what? Ryan gets the car for two weeks. I was like, mm, you motherfucker. <laughs> and then you got to go wherever the fuck I want to go for two weeks. Doesn't matter where you want to go. Oh, you want to go swimming? We're going to go to the grocery store right now. Just, just want to drive. <laughs> you don't meet a lot of teenagers that like to go down to the grocery store. No. Only when their brother doesn't want to go there, you do. I used to work at a grocery store. Did you? Doing what? Were you a bagger? Yeah, I was a bagger. And I also had a beer operation going where uh, people would come in and tell me how many cases they want of whatever. And I would, Fuck and then yeah. I would go tell the manager I'm going to take the garbages out. And I'd go around the store and collect all the garbages. But in the back, before I started, I would put in a bag the beer that I was going to sell. And I would take it out and dump, put it by the dumpster. And you, I told you, you, this guy was not a good kid. You were making profit on it. Hey, faggot, faggot. <laughs> you were making profit on that? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I, I, Hell you, you, yeah. Mean, you mean money for no money? Right. He's crushing. Mean, yeah. <laughs> you make, money for. <laughs> yeah, bro. You. I, that's a good point, I guess. What? Uh, yeah, I was stealing it. I was caught? stealing it for free. <laughs> and then selling it for and profit. And then selling it for money. 100% profit. <laughs> yeah, it was a good operation. And yeah. I actually got fired. But I got fired because they couldn't figure out what I was doing, but they know that I was doing something that was wrong. <laughs> we know you're right. I'm like, listen, man, we don't know what it is. Can't put our finger on this ship. We you're know it's something. something. You got it's people up. coming in. They're talking to you. You're doing garbage. We don't know what you're doing. <laughs> I had a girl. I worked with a girl one time who told me that she worked at a grocery store in Florida and. The entire store had to be sat down and talked to because everyone was bringing back the whipped cream because they were all hitting whippets mm-hmm. in the back and then putting it out on the shelf. Mm-hmm. She said it was an entire store meeting. Brilliant. Like This is like the 13th person that's come in with some empty whipped cream, guys. I used, to wait- <laughs> I used to wait tables, and this kid was like, dude, you got to hit a whippet. I'm like, what's a whippet? He's like, bro, suck this whipped cream in, hold your breath till you get to the front door of the restaurant, and then you'll know what I'm talking about. I'm like, all right. So I hit it. I get to the front door. I'm like, oh, my God. People like walking in. How you doing? I'm like, You're like My brain is freezing. That's how the fuck I'm doing. Oh. I remember I once I, I uh, got AIDS. The perfect ending to the That is the perfect ending to the craft feast. Like to thank our guest Nick Thune. Thank you for coming on the full charge. I'll get into that story next time. Okay. All the way from New York City. Yeah. I'm Ryan Sickler. I'm Jay Larson, y'all. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to y'all next week. Hope you have a boner. <laughs> You're listening to the Toad Hop Network. Radio worth watching. <laughs>